Hello, word nerds. Welcome to the dictionary. I am very glad that you are joining me. But if you are a first time listener, why, 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 why are you jumping in at, oh, I don't know, episode 900 and something? Uh, C, number C, 200 something? I don't remember. I don't know. Um, but you you should you got to go back you got to go back to the beginning and and follow along very closely and listen and make notes okay the first word in this episode is clarify c l a r i f y clarify verb from the 14th century 1 to make as a liquid clear or pure usually by freeing from suspended matter uh, so if there is a liquid and it's got a whole bunch of crap in there, you can clarify it to make it pure and clear. Number two, to free of confusion, as in needs time to clarify his thoughts. I often need that. Clearly. Who? Uh, number three, to make understandable, as in clarify a subject. I try to be as clear as possible, but sometimes things need to be clarified. And I think a lot of people don't understand that they are not being very clear and they, they, need, they need to clarify. Sometimes I have to clarify things for people because the person that they are talking to is th- thinking things in a different way and the, per- the person talking is not being very clear. So I am the clarifier sometimes. I like doing that. I kind of like being that translator. Makes me feel good about myself. Uh, okay. Those were transitive. Now we have one intransitive definition, to become clear. Clarification. You could pronounce that a couple of ways. Clarification is a noun, and clarifier is a noun. This is from Middle English. Clarifien from Anglo-French. Clarifier from the Latin. Clarificare, which is from the Latin clarus, which means clear. And there's more at the word clear. Next is... Haha, <laughs> it is clarinet. Clarinet, clarinet. Why is it called clarinet? I don't know. Noun from 1733. A single reed woodwind instrument having a cylindrical tube with a moderately flared bell and a usual range from D below middle C upward for three and a half, three and a half octaves. Clarinetist. Or clarinetist, uh, okay, clarinetist with one T or two Ts, that is a noun. That is the one playing the clarinet. Um, And then this is from the French clarinet, spelled with E-T-T-E, probably ultimately from Middle Latin clarion or clario, but it it does not say what that means, clario. Uh, So we'll never know why it is called a clarinet. There is a picture of a clarinet. It's very detailed. It is a very good picture because clarinets are basically black and white. And this is a black and white picture. It looks just like a clarinet. I played the clarinet for one year. One year, fourth grade, my first real instrument. I mean, I played the piano. I took piano lessons when I was like four, five, six, something like that. Uh, But, uh, you know, in school, in band, the first instrument I played was a clarinet. And uh, the only reason I played it was so I could move on to the saxophone which I did for like a decade. Um, But yeah, the clarinet is great. There are small clarinets and there are big clarinets and they have such a great sound. Should I play a clip of somebody playing a clarinet here? 
Maybe I will, maybe I won't. That's clarinet. Next is clarion. Clarion. First form noun from the 14th century. One, a medieval trumpet with clear, shrill tones. Clarion. Uh, Number two, the sound of or as if of a clarion. This probably couldn't be more different of an instrument than the clarinet. The clarinet and the clarion. Clarion. One is a trumpet. One is a a woodwind instrument that has a very sort of like, I don't know, how would you describe the sound of a clarinet? It's kind of not muffled exactly, but it is, it feels very like, like cozy. I don't know. I can't describe it. It can be very within itself. What is the right word? I can't think of it, but a, cl- a trumpet is the opposite of that. Okay. Um, any etymology for that? It's from the same etymology as clarinet. Middle Latin, clarion, clario, from the Latin claris. Um, I don't understand why. I mean, that one makes more sense because it's clear, shrill tones. The sound is clear, but the clarinet don't make no sense. Second form of clarion, adjective from 1801, brilliantly clear. Also, loud and clear. There are actually examples of both of those. So the example for brilliantly clear is... Her clarion top notes. And the example for loud and clear is a clarion call to action. It just means clear. Next is clarity. This is a noun from 1616. The quality or state of being clear. And the synonym is lucidity. It's a very similar etymology. Next is clarkia. Clarkia. So it's Clark with an I-A. Noun from 1827. Any of a genus of showy annual herbs of the evening primrose family that are native to western North America and southwestern South America. Uh, By the way, the genus name is also Clarkia with a capital C. And this is from William Clark. Doesn't say who he was, what he did, when he lived, although somewhere around 1827, I guess. That's a Clarkia. Next is Clark's Nutcracker. Two words with a capital C. Uh, This is a noun from 1924. A grayish-white bird of Western North America with black and white wings and tail. And the scientific name is Nucifraga Columbiana. And, hey, look at this. The etymology says it is also from William Clark. Still doesn't say who this dude was. Um, So he named a bird and he also named an herb. And they were, wait a minute, they were 100 years apart? Almost 100 years apart? Uh, How did this happen? Is it a different William Clark? What's going on here? Somebody tell me. Next is the word Claro. C-L-A-R-O, noun from 1889, a light-colored, usually mild cigar. Uh, This is Spanish, claro, which means light, from the Latin clarus. It is a claro cigar. Next is clary sage, C-L-A-R-Y, 
Second word, sage. Noun from the 14th century. An aromatic mint of southern Europe that is widely cultivated, especially as an ornamental, called also just clary. Um, this is from Middle English clary, from Anglo-French sclary, from the Middle Latin scleria. Next is the word clash, C-L-A-S-H, another word that is a sound. This is the first form verb from circa 1500, starting with intransitive. One, to make a clash, as in symbols clashed. Two, to come into conflict, as in where ignorant armies clash by night. That is a quote from Matthew Arnold. Where ignorant armies clashed by night. Why were they ignorant? Because they didn't know where the other one was, and then they clashed. We have more to this definition. Also, to be incompatible, as in the colors clashed. Uh, and then the transitive definition just says to cause to clash. So that would be symbols, or you could make colors clash. Clasher is a noun. Second form of clash is a noun from 1513. One, a noisy, usually metallic sound of collision. Two, a, a hostile encounter. Synonym is skirmish. Two, b, a sharp conflict, as in a clash of opinions. That happens a lot. Clasp is next. I don't know if that would be a sound, but it could be a sound, a clasp. First form, noun from the 14th century, 1a, a device as a hook for holding objects or parts together. 1b, a device as a bar attached to a military medal to indicate an additional award of the medal, of the medal or the action or service for which it was awarded. Number two, a holding or enveloping with or as if with the hands or arms. Let's clasp. That's like a hug. What was that other one that we had? I don't remember. Clap? No. I, can, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Okay, second form of clasp is a verb from the 14th century. It is just transitive. One, to fasten with or as if with a clasp, as in a robe clasped with a brooch. Two, to enclose and hold with the arms, specifically the synonym embrace. Three, to seize with or as if with the hand, and the synonym is grasp. You can grasp it or you can clasp it with your hand. Next is clasper. Clasper the friendly ghost, noun from circa 1847. That was a joke because it's not clasper, it's casper. I don't want to confuse you. Um, okay, so, hmm, all right. Um, the main definition, and then there's an A and a B. So, it is, clasper is a male copulatory structure. A, one of a pair of external anal processes of an insect that are used to grasp a female. Ah, that's why it's called a, a clasper. And then B, one of a pair of organs that are extensions of the pelvic fins of cartilaginous fishes. So claspers, even though it is a male copulatory structure, it is not in the human. I don't think any human males have claspers. I bet you there are some human males out there that wish they had claspers, but no, you don't, and you can't. 
It's not allowed. And then our last word for this episode is clasp knife. Two words, clasp and knife. Noun from 1734. The synonym is pocket knife, one word. Especially a large one-bladed folding knife having a catch to hold the blade open. It is a clasp knife. There's a clasp to hold the knife. All right, so the words today were clarify, clarinet, clarion, clarity, clarkia, Clark's nutcracker, claro, clary, sage, clash, clasp, clasper, clasp, knife. Hmm. Well, I do like clarify and clarity. Hmm. But I also like clarinet, but I can post a picture of a clarinet. I don't think I can post a picture of clarity or clarify. I shall pick clarity as the word of the episode. Clarity. How can I be more... No, that that form doesn't work. Clarity, clarity. We need some clarity about this thing. We need clarity. I don't don't really know how these songs happen. Um, All right. What are the holidays for today? It's the earliest day on which Somers Day can fall in Bermuda. Somers Day, S-O-M-E-R. Maybe it is summer, just they spell it differently. I don't know. It is in India, Mohun Bagan Day. In Romania, it is National Anthem Day. In Thailand, it is National Thai Language Day. Uh, I think we had this yesterday. In the Faroe Islands and Nordic countries, it is Olav Soka or Alsok. That's uh, the opening of the Logting session. Yep. And it is National Intern Day in America and Canada. In Peru, it is Armed Forces Day. In Moldova, it is Constitution Day. In Romania, it is National Anthem Day. In Norway, it is Olaf's Wake or St. Olaf's Day. And it is also, let's check this, it's National or is it World I think it's World Tiger Day. Yes, World Tiger Day. Fun holidays. We got we got some an interesting group of fun holidays today. National Lipstick Day, National Lasagna Day, National Chili Dog Day, and National Chicken Wing Day. You probably don't want to put on some lipstick before you eat any of these things because it's just going to get all messy. And nobody wants that. But when you're done eating those, then you can put on some lipsticks. Lipsticks? Lipstick. It's just singular. Although, if you want to put two colors on, you could do that. That would be lipsticks. Um, yeah, I don't think I'm going to eat any of those things, even vegan version. That's a lot. Maybe a chili dog. I could do that. All right. That's all for today. Thank you very much for listening. And until next time, this is Spencer dispensing information. Goodbye.